for, for me as a teacher, um, my, I, I see my part in the development of a student um, in that way that I try to read and understand the personality of, of the player. And I don't want to interfere there too much. Hello and welcome to the Wondercello podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I'm here today with my cello teacher of the past two years, Wolfgang Emanuel Schmidt. Wolfgang, let me summarize. You have separate cello classes at Kronberg Academy in, in Berlin and in Weimar. You have four young children. You are an active performer and you conduct even. How are you able to manage all of this, these things simultaneously? That's a good question. <laughs> If you know the answer, let me know. No, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, my day has 26 hours. That's my big secret. No, um, uh, <laughs> I, I know it's, it's a big challenge to, uh, to, you know, Uh, handle uh, uh, schedule which is not only um, time management you know, uh, determined by one passion so I have uh, first of all my family uh, and, and and now since half a year dog and and um, and then let's say oh, yeah. uh, performing a soloist uh, conducting uh, um, chamber music with my copious quartet and, and, and uh, teaching and organizing my orchestra and, and organizer and, and yeah, transcribing pieces. So, so, um, my day is pretty loaded, I would say, but, um, so far I'm surviving. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great. And, um, so, To, to be really honest, I, I feel like you have one of the most successful cello classes in the world. Like, if you see what, what your teachers, uh, what your uh, students achieve and achieving and, and, and achieved. And uh, like, how did that happen? How, what is your secret? What do you My think? secret. Um, I think there, there is no, like, no secret, yeah, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, um, There's no secret. <laughs> I mean, I, I was, very lucky uh, and uh, to have such great students and to be honest um, in the end you know as a teacher you can you know I mean somehow influence the student or push him or her in a in, in a certain direction or try to you know uh, im improve the strength uh, the strengths and, 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 and weaken the weakness <laughs> so but um Yeah, uh, yeah. The great thing is, in, in the end, uh, it's up to you. It's up to your students. And, and um, you know, when you have a great success in a competition, it's your success. It's I'm not sitting on stage. It's, it's you. And, and that's the great thing. So mm. uh, that's why I said I'm, I was somehow very lucky and very privileged, uh, feel very privileged to, to have such great students. Um, Yeah. So I, yeah. I would say there's no secret. I mean, I'm, I'm doing this now for over 20 years, I would say. Yeah. 20, I started my first yeah. teaching position. 
um, when I was 26. Uh, so, um, yeah, mm -hmm. so over, over 20 years. And of course, in the beginning, um, the, the level of the class in general was uh, not as strong as now, of course. So, so it, there's a development, of course. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. And uh, so you, when you compare that time when you were 26, like, how do you see like um, that the classical music world is becoming more and more competitive? Like, do you feel this too? Do you feel like there is a huge, especially in in, uh, in the um, cello uh, musical world, like an in, in incredible com competitive, like a incredible high um, level of playing? Or would you not say it's, it's such a huge difference uh, at your time? Would, would you say like there's not an increasing of a, of a, of a level? Yeah. Like I mean, it's, it's hard to compare, um, uh, but uh, my spontaneous mm -hmm. impression is that the level of playing, um, uh, you know, improved a lot. Um, of course, uh, um, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, the, the, the level of playing in, in general, I mean, just the general level went up a lot, I would say. Of course, you know, uh, every time had yeah. its uh, outstanding players. And, and of course, those outstanding players don't uh, grow in a tree. So, <laughs> uh, so, so it's still a miracle why, why some artists are just, you know, incredible and, and some other are fantastic and very good, but maybe not, not, That outstanding, yeah. I mean, genius. I mean, how how can you describe genius? I mean, uh, that's it, it's a gift, and it's mm. it's it's right. something you can't learn. It's something you know. It's uh, so it's magic. So, um, but in general, I would say the technical level of playing, and that's what I, I guess that's what you mean. The technical level of playing improved a lot. I would say. Um, I mean, if mm. if I watch those great competitions i mean basically all of them i mean all of the contestants can can play the cello i mean it's it's just amazing cello playing and and um right. i remember I, how i was struggling when i when i um had to play the apigeoning competition uh, and and now Nowadays, I have the feeling everybody's playing up to journey without any problem with ease and, and uh, elegance. And, and so, so um, somehow I have the feeling yeah, that the level, uh, you know, improved a lot. Yeah. 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 And um, would you like, what would you do if you were? five years old again and wanted to become a real successful cellist or um, or would you become a cellist uh, at all like <laughs> um, yeah. these days I mean uh, these days are uh, really uh, um, challenging and, and uh, I mean tough, tough tough yeah I mean and, and yeah. I mean you couldn't uh, imagine something like that a year ago um, I mean a year ago I was uh, yeah. in New York uh, and and we just came back to, to Europe in, in January and then two, two months later uh, the whole 
um, cultural life collapsed basically and and um, uh, right because uh, yeah, of the uh, corona uh, pandemic just uh, in case that everybody yeah, yeah, exactly exactly but nevertheless I, I I think music is a passion and I would choose to do music again. So, um, and most probably I, I, yeah. I would do exactly the same I did, uh, the first time. <laughs> I yeah. mean, uh, of course, you know, there yes, you, you do mistakes yeah. and you, you, yeah, but that's, that's life. And, and, uh, yeah, but you need that mistake. Exactly. To learn e from each it. mistakes, uh, right changes your um reception or the the view of you know career or you know you grow basically by mistakes and so um i would right. say right. there's basically no decision or no point in my life where i would say this was a huge mistake and if i would have you know decided in a different way my life would have been completely different and uh, to be honest i'm very happy with the life i have right now with my family four wonderful kids a wonderful mm -hmm. wife a uh, uh, super cute dog and fantastic students and concert life and i'm yeah. i i i don't regret anything sounds like a song <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> yeah and and like would you say like um would you say like the musical world is like like fair like would you for example you see so many excellent uh cellists and and students and do you feel like like um people who get really famous in this business um they they achieve it because they are such uh exceptional cellists or sometimes you see like your, your own students and think like yeah To be honest, they're even better than some some of the big big names, but maybe they they are in lack of or they didn't have luck, or maybe they're lack of of um kind of what it's really important these days, like um in in building a network or yeah to to get recognition or like or don't know just to know the right names to or the to be in the the right uh, agency or whatever what is what is your opinion about of the, yeah. what you this? i mean this is a, a large large topic and not easy to answer but um mm -hmm. i think in order to you know to develop a career as soloist and then uh, that's what you're asking i guess um um, or right. uh, yeah. as as a concert performer, let's say, performing on stage, um, you need um, uh, many different characters or um, abilities. Uh, I mean, of course, you need to be a perfect. Uh, musician, kind of. I mean, technically mm -hmm. speaking, I mean, you you need to, um, or your technique needs to be so safe that you can play every day on stage and and it's not a matter of good luck. <laughs> so this is of course a basic basic uh, yeah. um, uh, thing. But uh, in addition, you need uh, also nowadays more than in in, in the past days uh, uh, this kind of social 
networking, you know, uh, nowadays, Facebook and, and Instagram. I mean, Facebook is already, I guess, for, for old people like me, but <laughs> it's more Instagram yeah, it, and Twitter. Right, and right, uh, um, So, but uh, yes. TikTok, exactly. TikTok now. Um, and uh, all those uh, <laughs> media platforms. And of course, there's also a site where, where mm. you... Um, or what helps if you have a great agency or if conductors, you know, if you, you know, it's, it's all about networking and, and, uh, you know, um, and so it's, I, I would say those, um, qualities are in the end as important as playing cello. So uh, nowadays to make a career. Right. And of course, you know, you could say, um, um, you know, cellist A or violinist B, um, is such a great, um, player. Why, why doesn't he have the career he deserves? And, um, yeah, that's, that's a problem. And I mean, I would say everybody deserves to have a great career, but, uh, I mean, the number of mm. concerts, uh, are limited. <laughs> So, uh, so, um, right. I mean, not everybody can be the superstar on, on an instrument. So, uh, I think it's important to develop an idea how you can fulfill your musical life, uh, without maybe being mm. the superstar. And I, I don't know if it, if it's, uh, if, yeah if that is really something you should go for. I mean, uh, of course, it's nice to um, to be famous and travel around. and But uh, there's always also a negative aspect about, you know, when you're on the road all the time. I right. mean, do you have time for family? Do you have time for something else? Uh, you know, uh, so there's always, you know, it, there should be a balance. And um, so the question right. is what you want to do in life so so that's why it's difficult to answer your question because um everybody has a different answer uh what, what's important for, for for himself yeah so, everybody yeah um, but you know if, if you look yeah, in general i would say probably, yeah. um it's important not only to focus on the cello playing nowadays it's also you know diff different aspects mm -hmm. And, and uh, I think if, if you, if you manage right. to, you know, have all those qualities in balance, then, then the chances are even bigger to, to, you know, have a, a nice concert life. Right. Yeah. It's so fascinating because, uh, just when I look at myself, like my, my goals are always somehow changing. Like I'm, I remember, like in the beginning of my bachelor, I, I was like, yeah, I want, I want, uh, I want to like, I want like this 200 concert in in, in the year and uh, want to play on every stage and 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 so on. And uh, no, even if somebody will offering me this opportunity, I would, I wouldn't like it actually because I. So I experienced, I had some years, okay, there was not maybe 40 concerts, yeah, in, in a year. And this felt already fine, yeah, but I've just imagined to, to travel, um, 
around the world all the time and it's also what i experienced a lot of um you have to pay a high price for this uh because you're most of the time um lonely like how how you was like your experience when you had uh like you were on on a road trip like had so many concerts in a year like what's is it what you already said before like there have to i be mean like there a has balance? to be a balance and and i i have to say i i, I enjoy performing on stage so um uh, i i love the feeling and and you know this kind of uh spontaneous mo magic moments which which you can create only on stage basically i mean you can practice at home but um uh, you know when you play let's say the schumann concerto which is i would say my my favorite piece uh, on earth uh for, for ch in, in cello repertoire you know you get this the the magic of the moment only in, in a concert performance so so that's why i i, I love to perform on stage and uh, to also you know this you know the the side of you know traveling somewhere and and you know it's it's kind of glamorous i would say uh, and uh, but um yes. you know it's still for me it's it's um it's not business as usual so if, if I would do it, you know, if I would have, you know, concert after concert uh, as, as soloist, it might be a different uh, story. But for, for, in, in, from, for my life, you know, since, as I mentioned in the beginning, I have so many different, um, jobs, let's say, <laughs> um, it's, it's yeah. always something very special. Uh, you know, then I have a conducting concert and then yeah. chamber music and then Schumann concert or Elga or whatever. And it's always, uh, somehow a thrill. Um, but, um, sure. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, uh, this life traveling around is very strenuous. You know, you have different time zones. Uh, um, you know, you need to be in shape, mm -hmm. practice, even if you, if you don't feel that great somehow, you know, um, I mean, you all, also have a private mm -hmm. life, but, uh, people on stage uh, should know that. <laughs> I mean, they, they should hear it basically. Yeah. You know, it could be that something <laughs> happens in your life and then yeah. you're completely, uh, depressed or, uh, whatever you don't feel like going on stage but i mean nobody wants to know i mean they they go they go to the concert and 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 want to enjoy the performance maybe maybe the the performance will be you know even more touching somehow you know uh, but but uh, but still uh, yeah. i mean you yes. you're part of a uh, business let's say uh, so so uh, sometimes it can be really hard yeah. uh, for for sure can you can you share some some uh, anecdotes or s something you experienced, like some profound musical experience um, you had? Oh, I mean, there there are not too many anecdotes, I would say. But um, what what I realized during the years um, uh, that your um, way of music making changes a lot so when i was a student uh, i had a very clear opinion how i want to play this piece and uh if it didn't turn out like that it was a uh, um how to say uh, uh 
it was not a success. Yeah, it was a fail. <laughs> and now yeah. I think, um, you know, a piece develops on stage. And sometimes it could be that I play concerto with a conductor and we, we don't agree completely. But, you know, since, since both of us are reacting, something new develops. And that's actually the beauty, uh, you know, that you, uh, that's what I meant in the beginning with, uh, you know, the magic of, of a, uh, performance, you know, it, it, it happens on stage. And that's, uh, I, I think that's actually, uh, the most beautiful thing in, in, in our, uh, profession. Yeah. Yes. And there is maybe some story where you like nearly came too late to your own concert because of some issue with the flight or, uh, don't know, some, something funny happened during the perform performance because in the first row there was an older grandmother talking or something you remember some situations I mean, there were a few moments, moments of course you know um i mean usually i'm very well organized so so usually <laughs> i'm at the right time at the right yeah. uh, right place but um i, I remember right uh, you know um uh, i i won this uh, german Deutscher Musikwettbewerb, the German National uh, Music Competition. And uh, the great thing about this competition is that you are uh, allowed to play lots of concerts um, in smaller series, uh, recital concerts. Right. And uh, at that time, I was uh, a student at um, Juliet School and I had to fly back and forth. And um, I remember that um, I had a concert in, where was it? Saulgau, I remember Saulgau, and I arrived there and I unpacked my suitcase. Okay, uh, so some, some uh, yeah, it's a little village bit. in Bavaria, and I unpacked my suitcase, wanted to you know put my tails on and everything, and then I realized, where are my shoes? <laughs> and 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 uh, I, I mean, it looks funny, you know, if you, if you have tails and 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 then normal shoes, so that that's no option. So I tried to call the, the organizer and, and ask him, you know, if he would have shoes in my size. But unfortunately, I, my shoe size is pretty big. So, so he said, no way. So, so I was playing this concert in, in tails and, and socks, basically, <laughs> which, which is uh, nice. I mean, now, nowadays, uh, it's no problem. So you can play even barefoot, I would say. Yeah. But uh, at that time, it was a little bit uh, strange. <laughs> yes. No, um, I mean, what else? Um, But at least we yeah, have black, black socks, black yeah, socks black, right? Yeah. So, oh, where is it? Black okay, so maybe some, uh, some old grandmother exactly. don't recognize it. And uh, I mean, the most challenging <laughs> concert I had uh, also during that time when I, I was flying back from the States uh, to Ljubljana playing Dutiu Cello Concerto. And somehow my plane was delayed and uh, arrived basically an hour late uh, for the rehearsal. The only rehearsal. The problem was that the conductor had to leave early because he was conducting, I think, Magic Flute uh, somewhere. In, uh, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I forgot. Um, so basically, what what happened? We did a handshake uh, and uh, said, "So we rehearsed it in the dress rehearsal," which is pretty 
difficult okay. with this piece. Uh, um, I mean, uh, it's very delicate, yes. and then lots of um, you know different uh, bar measures: nine eight, uh, five five eight, and then and so it's it's kind of tricky. So it's not like a Haydn concerto where you just just play through. Um, so this was kind of uh, yeah. challenging, yeah. I have to say. Um, yeah. yeah. But it was a success. We, we managed to do it. Anyway. Uh, uh, so, so it, it worked. So, so yeah, we had a long, great. long dress rehearsal, which was uh, actually a real rehearsal. And yes. then, then in the evening, the concert. So it was mm. very, I mean, sometimes that was things help to put it together because everybody is kind of really focused and, and uh, tries to avoid that catastrophe. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, and, and, and so it, 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 it worked <laughs> somehow. Um, yeah. <laughs> But this is yeah. definitely something I wouldn't recommend oh, yeah. uh, to do on a daily basis. <laughs> it's not good. It's not good for your blood yeah, pressure. Yeah, sure, but you, <laughs> it's just <laughs> not good for your blood. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, it's life. Like uh, things hap ha yeah, happening like like that. It's like just yeah, you cannot. If the the flight have such a delay and then the conductor, I mean, what, what can you do? Also, you, yeah, you can't what, what call can them from the plane, so so it was kind of everybody was waiting, and, and uh, mm. I mean, uh, so, yeah. so but yes. somehow we managed. Yeah. Also now, now these days it's really crazy. Like um, um, in the Stuttgart Philharmonic the Orchestra, I'm playing. Um, I cannot plan everything in advance like not even well, maybe one week or two weeks but not more because yeah nobody knows we're like we are 20 it's now uh, march uh, 2021 and like pandem the pandemic is still going on and um, nobody knows when there will be concerts again hopefully in in in, in summer in the beginning of summer Uh, and then, then it's, we'll, we'll see how how is it's uh, affecting your your life so far, and also now the last the last year. Of course, you know it's it's a very difficult situation, but I'm uh, I, of course I'm very privileged since since I'm teaching at a university, so so um, I, I don't have to. Um, be afraid that I can't afford my daily uh, expenses, let's, let's say. But, um, artistically, right. uh, yeah. of course it's, uh, it's devastating. I mean, it's, it's kind of, um, a situation we never experienced before. And, and, um, it's, it's hard to believe, mm -hmm. but unfortunately it's true. And, and I mean, now numbers going up again. Uh, people talk about third wave and, and if that's going to happen, most right, probably right. no concert till summer. And so there's a big question mark. And, and, um, I mean, since, you know, I'm, I'm teaching at the universities, uh, giving some master classes and, and, uh, so I'm, still busy but uh i mean i'm i have to say all those musicians who are de who depends on the concerts basically to, to make their living and also you know because it's you know their their artistic life that's really hard and i to be mm. honest i i 
I can't mm. even imagine how that feels because, uh, I mean, of course, I'm missing being on stage and we had to cancel so many concerts, uh, uh, nice concerts, which, which would have been highlights like Shostakovich uh, number two in Dresden with Marjanowski or, you know, um, uh, we mm. had a concert with our chamber orchestra mm. in the Berlin Philharmonie uh, with Johannes Moser. That was all cancelled. And, and uh, there so many... Uh, um, Things were cancelled that, um, yeah, you kind of l lose track of, you know, how your life would have been with those concerts. So um, at the moment, um, you know, like all parents, we have to deal a lot with homeschooling and, uh, you know, keeping the kids. Right. It is the schools exactly are keeping kids Germany. motivated, and uh, so it's not only keeping yourself yeah. motivated to, to practice and you know to to be optimistic that cultural life will um, you know happen again, and 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 I'm I'm very convinced that right. that people are kind of desperate and, and and hungry to to go to concerts again. So so I could imagine there will be a big boom or so right. so right. of classical life. So I, I hope so. But um yes. at the moment it's it's yeah. it's hard to yeah. It's a, I mean it's it's a really strange strange uh time in history. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I even experienced um, uh, um, uh, some friends of mine, musicians, who um, s before the pandemic, they were still not so sure if if they will do music as uh, a uh, professional, but they were kind of sure actually that they were doing it. But now these days, I, I know a lot of people who changed... <laughs> the comp of course like their, their mind and thinking okay i think uh yeah, yeah, yeah. become a doctor or, or, or something else like you know like or what you see now of course everybody of course want to to get an orchestra to 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 get an orchestra job or t teaching uh because in in germany at least um you will get get still your paycheck um Uh, I know, for example, in America, yeah, it's yeah. different, right? Uh, yeah. When you see, like, uh, I don't know if it's. Uh, do you know how it is with, with the professors in in America? If they still get a yeah, because I mean, they can it's teach, all right? online, Somehow. as far as I know. Uh, all the big universities yeah. they they switch to um, online schooling, um, which yeah. which is a good way of you know. You know, keeping keeping the flow. I mean, uh, I have to say, um, in the beginning, I was I, mm. I didn't like the idea of online teaching at all, um, and I think it it yes. in the end, yeah. I think it works if at least you know if you're not frozen every two seconds, <laughs> or you know, or, uh, <laughs> you know, if the sound quality is yes. good good enough, then then it works, and I think it works especially yeah. Yeah. you know with your. Uh, With students who, with whom you work on a regular basis, I mean, with my own students, I, I know how they sound. You know, mm -hmm. if, if somebody else plays for me, it's it's difficult because the sound quality online is not not as good as live, of course. Yeah. So, but uh, I think it's a good compromise um, yeah. to, you know, 
to keep motivation up, maybe to get new influences. I mean, now, now, and, and in, in a certain way, this pandemic, you know, changed a few habits in our life, which will actually continue. I mean, some things, you know, it's easier now you know, to come together online. I mean, uh, with those meeting platforms and, and, and I mean, uh, you know, video calls and, and w whatever. So, and, and, um, mm. I think the pandemic will change also our daily life for the future. And, and some things are, Not that I would say, you know, uh, you, you don't have to travel somewhere in order to, to, to meet and, and have a meeting of one hour and travel back. I mean, you mm -hmm. can do that online, basically. Of course, you know, it's, it's always nice to have the personal right, right. Uh, interaction. And that's, of course, you know, that's what life is about, mm. <laughs> not sitting in front of screens, but, um, yes. I, I think it, it can be a very useful tool. No? Right. Yeah, for sure. Yes. And and now the, the the if hopefully the the, the pandemic is uh, over, um, I think um, a lot of this online um, tools will be much more used. And what actually it's, it's a good thing because there are a lot of meetings you you don't have to to meet in in, in person. It would be for everybody um, better to do it online, for example, and then. Yeah, maybe we will see yeah. what what what. I mean, still there are some <laughs> there are some, this predictions some in yeah. life which are nicer one to one than than online. <laughs> but but yeah, yeah, um, sure. I mean, for the for the basic yeah. stuff like you know technical solutions for something. I mean, uh, I think a video call is perfect, and and uh, I, I I've never done it before to be honest. Uh, yeah. You know, um, so. Right. I think I think it can can help, but uh, um, I would say uh, it mm. would be a little bit far fetched to say the pandemic uh, had a good impact on on our lives. No, but uh, I mean you always have to look at the bright yeah. side of life, and then you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, no. properly, properly no. not. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So probably with your students, you have. Um, I, I just can imagine that you have a lot of yeah students who are struggling probably and and probably you have to do a lot of um, motivation talk and and uh, and 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 like um, yeah nearly be like a psychologist um, sometimes maybe that's too Especially much but um, I, definitely I have some yeah. some students who adjusted really well and they do lots of online concerts um you know they're really into it and some of them uh, struggling because they don't have uh you know something like a goal in sight uh, so uh you know if if they they need let's say a competition or a performance coming up so that you know you can really focus mm. and then I know how they feel because I, I was the same. I, I did lots of competitions because it helped me to improve. Uh, because I knew, uh, you know, in right. let's say four months, I have to play those 10 pieces more or less perfectly. And, and I need to have a clear musical um, mm. uh, um, architecture. And, and then it helped me a lot to yeah. 
practice and to improve and work harder and you know and and nowadays yeah. nowadays it's, it's it's hard because uh, even if they're Competition scheduled mm -hmm. uh, like uh, NESCO in Ma in May or uh, um, I think in July mm -hmm. it's Bach or October Geneva. We we don't know if if it's going to happen. So um, mm -hmm. uh, that's right. that's the main problem to uh, keep y yourself motivated. And uh, that's in, in a certain you know you, right. you described it as being a um, psychologist. Uh, 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 I mean, it's 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 part of my uh, job description in, in these days. <laughs> I would say, you know, uh, um, <laughs> right. to to, yes. to be um, optimistic and to you know. Uh, to to show mm -hmm. you know uh, to to guide young students uh, through this pandemic, but um, of course it's it's difficult times. Yeah. So what do you think is the most important thing as a as a teacher um, when you when you have students like what what is your your experience? Like is this is it for example this that you every student is so different different and everybody needs something different and and uh, or what would you say is definitely for for me as a teacher um, um, you know I have to deal uh, uh, I mean that sounds a little bit strange but I have to deal with the material I get offered. Uh, let's say, and <laughs> so what? Some students need uh, more, you know, technical abilities. Some other need maybe uh, a little yeah. bit more, you know, stage performance. And some, I, I don't know. So, so everybody has a different or has different issues, and uh, you know, and and somehow yes. I would say my my job as a teacher is. Uh, Of course, um, and I, you know, to, to focus on on the stuff where I see space for improvement. Um, uh, yeah. Of course, you know it's 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 also important to support, you know, the the strength uh, strong qualities uh, of a player. But uh, you know, I think there's more space, you know. To, develop the, the the weak parts of, of the playing and and uh, every yeah, player is different yes. and uh, my um, mm. I, I see my or my, my I see my part in the development of a student um, in that way that I try to read and understand the personality of, of the player and I don't want to interfere there too much. No, so um, of mm. course, in the maybe with younger players, you do more, you know, technical stuff, and you try to establish mm. the the stylistic elements. You know, how to play Bach, how to play Beethoven. What's the difference between Beethoven and Schubert? Uh, difference Schumann, Schu Schumann, uh, mm. Brahms, for example. How to do, you know, all this contemporary stuff, and, and what is the difference between Russian music and German romantic music? Uh, because, of course, you know, both, let's mm. say, Shostakovich Sonata, you could play in a romantic way. I mean, it's romantic cello playing. Yeah, it's not not 
contemporary. It's not uh, mm. classic, of course. So, so, but there is a difference, of course, between German romantic playing and uh, mm. Russian Russian sound. And um, so, this is more or less, I would say, for for the you know uh, younger people. And then, and, and then you know, um, of course, I am very lucky to have many great. Uh, Chalice in my class where you don't need to talk about technical stuff. And then yeah. I, I try to develop uh, the personality. Um, so, so, so for me, every yeah. lesson is, uh, is a new story, basically. So that, that's what I love about yeah. teaching and what, what is actually also the challenge. Because uh, you can't go to a lesson and right. think, ah, Haydn D major, I know what I'm going to say. Uh, so uh, that's not uh, how I mm. see teaching. And, and uh, uh, yeah. sometimes, you know, you could come to a lesson, I, I would say the complete opposite, possibly. Um, because I see what somebody right. needs. Mm. So, and, uh, um, mm. so, so um, yeah, I, I think that's... Um, I think that's part of the fun. <laughs> yes. So now here the the, the question. I'm, I'm just wondering. So what would you say I was? Is what kind of student I was like for you? Like what what things you tried me to focus on? Cut. You, uh, Cut. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we, we just we Cut discuss that later. No, <laughs> no. I mean, um, I mean, I, I, I have to say, I, I learned a lot from you. Uh, you know, with your, I mean, you, you're so great with the improvising and and your own music, and and it's nice to see how a, a composer like you would would play a piece. So um, I think it's always uh, uh, it's mm. it's not a one way teaching. So I learn a lot from my students. I have to mm. say, mm. I still can't do the chopping. Chopping. Yeah, but I think that's great. And and you know, um, uh, mm. w when I teach, uh, you know, my advanced students. Um, I always, every lesson I get new ideas and, and inputs and, and uh, I, I have to admit, sometimes I steal something. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but then I, I think, yeah. wow, this is really convincing and, or, yeah. you know, uh, and, and, uh, you know, then yeah. it's a give and take, basically. That's what I meant also, like uh, in, in performance, you right. know, you, you be on stage and then something develops and same thing somehow happens also by teaching. No, so it, so I love right. um, you know to have students who you know who, you know you, who are creative and and you know in the end it's not mm. about right and wrong. Uh, I think there's no right and wrong. It's it's mm. it's about how convincing you you are. And of course, of course, you know if there's forte and mm. you play piano, then it's possibly wrong. But uh, I mean, yeah, of course you have to, um, yeah. how do you say, respect the composer. But uh, there's so many ways of reading the score. Uh, this is amazing. And, and that's why I would say teaching is not, not a one way uh, trip. So uh, I also learn a lot. 
Um, for example, um, I realized now since I teach myself a lot, um, sounds maybe weird, but I don't need to practice so much because um, I, you know, basically through all the pieces in, in standard repertoire, I try to find solutions how to solve technical problems for other people. So that I, you know, I, I'm so yeah. much into how to play the pieces that I'm, you know, it's very easy for me to, to adapt it myself. So I, I created so many ways of practicing, you know, um, I mean, uh, maybe not in your lessons, but uh, um, some other students will confirm that I often invent um, exercises during the lessons, which I've never done before. So, so it's mm -hmm. part of my, you know, that I try to, I, I see a problem, I try to solve it. And then I create some exercises. And then, you know, right. this process helps me a lot to solve my own problems. And then in, in generally speaking about, you know, when, when yeah, I, right. you know, um, when I play Schumann or Dvorak, you know, the, the standard repertoire, I'm talking so much about those pieces, about the, you know, the, the intellectual and spiritual and emotional background of those pieces to my students that, you know, for, for me, it's pretty clear how I want to play this mm. piece. So, so, um, actually like, you mm. know, intense teaching is also kind of practicing yeah. for me. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And what, what is like, what you say is the most common mistake you, you see uh, students do like when when they appear in the lesson like um what would you say uh maybe okay maybe a lack of practicing maybe that's uh, or not maybe so they are so different because that's when i'm thinking about my st my student time so when i was uh your student uh i was already uh, really Uh, yeah, uh, I had already a, a long journey, uh, but um, like when I was doing my bachelor, I was struggling so much uh, with pra um, yeah, practicing the cello actually, just to practice the cello. It was it was really, really difficult for me to to motivate me. Yeah, um, um, it's hard to say. I mean, as I mentioned in the beginning, I, I'm now we're privileged with with the level yeah, of my so uh, studio. Yes. But, uh, you know, if, if I look back also, uh, I mean, the main mistakes are um, the lack of studying the score. So just practicing the cello part mm -hmm. and not looking at the piano part. So that's definitely a big issue. Another issue is practicing eight hours, but not listening to yourself. <laughs> So uh, I would say if I practice now one hour, I learn as much as I learned in six hours when I was a student. So so I'm very focused now. As, as I mentioned, I know how to solve problems. I, I, I when I practice, I really listen carefully what I want to improve. So I'm because I, I mean I, I don't have time to practice six hours a day. So I have to be very time efficient. Uh, yeah. And and uh, so yes. um, yeah. I think. This is very important to listen to yourself. And if, if you don't, uh, uh, you know, if, if you haven't developed this kind of hearing from, from outside, record yourself. 
that's the best way mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, looking yeah. at your recording and saying right. this. Uh, I mean, imagine this is somebody else. And then it's very easy to criticize somebody else. <laughs> you know, so so it's, it's very easy. Uh, um, so, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, yeah, yeah we, we are like the yeah, I mean, human body, you know, when when you when you're injured, you know, you feel pain so that you wouldn't force it. So so it's it's like a Schutzfunktion, how to say, you know, protection mode, uh, kind protection, of. And, and yeah. when mode. we practice, okay. we have the same thing. So we think this is nice legato, but, you know, if you watch your hand on the video, it's no, 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 no. You see it's portato. Or you think, ah, oh, these tones were nice, yeah. nicely connected, but you see, mm, yeah can't be connected if, if you don't uh, if you don't connect the vibrato mm-hmm. for example stuff like that uh, that's sometimes much easier to see on video than to hear while you're actually doing it because you know let's say 50 percent of of your um, uh, brain capacity is involved in actually playing so you have 50 percent left to to listen what you're doing and analyzing and changing things if you record it You, you right. can actually use 100. percent I mean, it's uh, maybe it's a silly, maybe it's a silly right. uh, yeah. uh, math. Uh, yeah, but, <laughs> but, no, but uh, um, I feel most importantly when you're recording yourself, you you hear how it exactly. sounds outside. Sometimes, uh, like you have you have the cello so close to you, so you're playing and think, "Wow, oh, sounds just great." Or, or I'm uh, on this. Uh, place I'm playing really piano and I think it should be fine and then you have the recording and you oh no uh, you have to be yeah, yeah, more yeah. active or it's not loud enough or, yeah, or, or exactly. it's too loud or yes so that's why so, I have um, uh, yeah. uh, the routine of recording myself 10 days before recording you know so once in a while I do some recordings mm-hmm. and then uh, so 10 days, let's say 10, uh, most unfortunately it's a week. And uh, so I start recording myself and then I'm completely panicking <laughs> because uh, I realized uh, it's not what I, you know, it, it doesn't sound like I want it to sound. And and then, you know, I frantically and then <laughs> practicing and then, so in, in the past, uh, I mean, I always managed to achieve what I want in the recording. But, uh, you know, it's for me a uh, procedure. I do it uh, for, for every recording. Yeah. It helps a lot, right. I think, recording yourself. But, but it's, uh, you said already, it's difficult uh, to say, like, um, or you mentioned already some common mis- mistakes, but, because, but every student is so different. But I, Okay, maybe it's just my journey, but sometimes I'm sometimes I feel like as a student, the things often you're so focused of not doing mistakes, like to play in tune, and often like to think about different colors or the musicality or something. Often this is like more the last step step you doing. You experience the same that uh, the students sometimes. Or there, or you, you have students where it's like the opposite. They, they play right, like the first lesson of the piece and a beautiful musicality way, but the technique is just, uh, uh, yeah, there's a lot of technique and intonation. Uh, I so mean, uh, usually I would say, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, say. Uh, what usually happens is, you know, that you first focus on how to play the piece and, um, um, 
I remember also, you know, when, when I learned pieces, I, I learned the pieces and then I decided, okay, I, I have a lesson and my teacher will tell me how to play it. I know it from my own own experience. I mean, that's more or less natural. But somehow, uh, and I think that's my uh, that's one important um, goal in in teaching is that you develop the um, independence of the students. That you basically, you know, motivate them to, you know. This make music, musical decisions. Um, of course, you know, when you play Beethoven for the first time, of course, you have to, you know, deal with certain issues like um, dynamics, sudden dynamics. Mm. Uh, you know, he was the first composer who wrote dynamics against the natural phrasing, for example. And, and so, so, so there are many issues. Right which you could discuss. But then when you played the second Beethoven Sonata, uh, I mean, not number two, but uh, I mean, your second, (laughs) another Beethoven Sonata, then, um, you know, you should be able to, you know, no, offer something which, which is based already on, on your knowledge. So, so I'm trying to, you know, during those four years or six years or sometimes even even longer with concert exam to um, establish a certain knowledge and you know uh, uh, a certain feeling for independence so that you don't need to come to a teacher in order to uh, know how to play this piece I mean there are also some pieces where I kind of refuse to say too much because they are so personal works and uh, uh, I think it's mm. there's so many different ways of playing it yeah um, or at least spots mm. in, in pieces uh, you know some spots in, in uh, Chopin Sonata or Frank Sonata or, I mean there's I, I could uh, Rachmaninoff Sonata I mean uh, those romantic you know um, sonatas where, where you don't have a right and wrong but uh, uh, personal or just technical and and uh, as long as you perform it mm. with a strong conviction or a strong musical output uh, it's fine because uh, it's your life. I mean, it's how you feel about the music. And uh, mm. so I, I try to um, encourage my students, especially in, 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 in Frank Sonata, for example, to, to offer me different versions. Yeah. So, uh, so I often interrupt them right. and say, yeah. play it again, but differently. And, and uh, I mean, my, my mm. beloved teacher in, in the States Aldo Parizeau. Uh, um, he was a great influence and he was a, I would say, true artist. He, he was a great painter. And he often um, mm. compared playing cello with painting, you know, um, uh, watercolor painting, yeah, aquarelle, where, where you have only one, one yeah. chance, basically. Uh, you know, with oil, you can put another uh, layer of oil and, 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 and yeah, then, you know, with it. the fine or you can yeah. mix the colors. With watercolors, basically, you have just, I mean, I'm, I'm not 
forgive me, I'm not a painter, so so all painters, uh, you know, oh, if I'm yeah. talking crap, forgive me, but uh, <laughs> that's how I feel. You know, you have only one trial, so yeah. you need to know exactly how much water, yeah. which pencil, how to mix the colors, the speed of, uh, uh, you know, uh, so there's so many different um, technical aspects which you actually could compare with a cello playing, you know, pressure or weight, uh, where, you know, the contact point, um, arm weight or kind of lifted arm, uh, you know, um, which vibrato. Uh, I mean, there's so many bow speed. Uh, mm -hmm. I mean, there, there's so many different, um, how to say, uh, uh, issues, you know, that you uh, can easily mm -hmm. compare it with a painting and basically being on stage is uh, that's what I meant in the beginning the the magic of the moment no? so you need to know what you do and mm -hmm. then in order to mm -hmm. know what you do you knew, you need to do it in 10 different versions and then you decide suddenly I want this right. light green or I, I want you know a li little bit darker today yeah. and, and but in order to do that right. you need to practice let's say 10 different versions of one phrase I mean, in, in, in a piece like, right. like Frank, for example, when you have a melody, uh, yeah, uh, or Chopin, um, mm. then, then it's nice to, you know, have different shades. It, it's a little bit like, um, Monet, you know, with the Japanese brooches. I mean, he did, mm. I think, I don't know, over 20 paintings of, of those. And every time it's a complete different yes. world. Yeah. Um, I mean, not, mm -hmm. not only winter and, and spring, but, uh, you know, different sunlight, different angle. And, and, uh, and basically it's the same bridge, but so many variety. And basically what we, yes. what we need to do is to prepare, be prepared to paint mm -hmm. 20 bridges and then do one on stage. Yes. Basically yes. that's, that's what, what, that's, uh, what Aldo Paris so called true mastery. You know, if, if you're able to do that on, True, on stage. Right. And that's why people come to listen to you right. on stage. You know, I mean, they, they don't want to, mm. I mean, you know, I mean, they're, they're different kinds of, you know, concert uh, audience. So one listen to the CDs mm. and, and, uh, you know, Uh, which is perfectly fine, of course. Uh, and, and then they, uh, or, you know, they want to hear it exactly that way. And, and then there are other uh, concert uh, audiences where they, um, they, they want to feel the, you know, the spontaneous uh, music making. And in the end, it's not important if it's, if everything is in tune or not, but it's a unique moment uh, you share as artists with their life. Mm. So, and, and, and I think that's basically mm. what we need. Uh, so uh, this spontaneous magic, yeah. And, and that's, I think that's mm. um, the great, greatest thing in our profession, I would say. Yeah. Mm. And, I'm always wondering, probably every student is reacting differently, needs something, a, a different explanation, like maybe there are students who need an explanation like, yeah, so 
more technical, like uh, to to get this color, you have to do da 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 da, or to get this color, uh, think of a, a sunshine. Or do do you feel see, see the difference? How people uh, learn a new technique, or is a is there a way you always anyway try to um, yeah to 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 teach? Um, yeah, it's difficult because every every human has a different way of creating those feelings. I, for me personally, it helps if yes. I um, imagine a certain emotion while playing. So, for example, I mean, to make it easy, I would say now I want to uh, create a painful sound. And then for me, painful, mm. I, I know how to do it. Yeah. So, so I, what I did in, in my past, um, uh, I, I did something like, a, um, how do you say shortcut? So, so if, if I say a word painful or, um, warmth or, um, desire or uh, fear, uh, uh, I know how to do it on the cello. How much bow speed, how much vibrato. And mm -hmm. I mean, of course, there are different ways, but you know, I found my way. And so when I play, I don't think right. now fast vibrato. So, so I, I kind of try to feel the emotion and then I know how to do it on the cello. So, uh, so it's, yeah, I, f I feel also such better connection, a stronger connection because the emotion, the memory of emotions. And, and the feelings are much stronger than if you have like a technical manual written like this is the angle how to hold to hold the yeah, I mean, I mean so it's, it's like I mean natural for us is language and emotions and uh, um, I mean uh, certain moments uh, movements are not natural so so I think it's easier to link hmm. Uh, you know, uh, those emotions, w uh, those technical movements with an emotion, because then, you know, it's, it's much easier to react spontaneously because, um, you know, all of us mm. know how, how painful it feels or how happy or how, you know, um, and, and of course there are many different, um, shades of happy, happiness or, you know, uh, of painful. Mm. Is it, um, Uh, depression is it uh, is it uh, is it painful in a way where you give up or is it painful in a way where you fight against and and uh, you know there are many many different shades of painful and and so what would I try to or what I tell my students is to to you know set up not a catalog but let's say find six basic emotions like painful on the one side on the right. other side is yeah, let's I mean, say desire or sehnsucht or whatever and and and, <clears throat> and 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 then you try to find mm. six basic colors and from there you can you know find another let's say four or two or three um emotions within the this rubric no and and you know yeah. I, yeah, i mean I, it's a never ending it's a never end, ending process earlier or first Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, I was really impressed by. Um, I think it was my second or third lesson uh, lesson with with you, and uh, and you talked about this. Um, yeah, kind of 
exercise, if you want to call it like this, just to play the Swan from Sansons in in six different emotions. <laughs> like there's the same <laughs> the same melody, yeah. Uh, melody yeah. Yeah, but then angry uh happy uh, and um and that was a great uh, great exercise uh, i i remember so i can yeah because uh, it's still the same music but uh how yeah it's a challenge how and how you play now the same melody and because the swan is such a melody that's so Yeah, warm and, and beautiful. And if you try to challenge you, yourself, and yeah, it's, it was a great. Um, I mean, this of course, you know. Um, I mean, it wouldn't make too much sense to play an angry swan, <laughs> but uh, it, it's it's good uh, as an exercise. Uh, I mean, of course, you know, uh, an exercise yeah. doesn't have too much to do with uh, real life. I would say. Yes. So, but uh, I mean. Especially like a piece like Swan. I actually forgot that I did this with this piece for you, but uh, I mean, it's a good, it's a good example yes. because, you know, your expectations are preset when, when you hear the Swan. Uh, you know, you kind of, you know exactly how it, right. it should be played. But, um, therefore it's a good exercise, you know, to do the opposite, just, just to know how to do it. It's not, that you actually should do it in concert, but right. it's just an exercise. Yeah. So in your previous life, you were the principal cellist of the Radio Symphony Orchestra Berlin. Can you tell us something about your addition experience? I was very lucky uh, because I didn't have to audition for my position. Um, I was offered the job um, oh. after performing Dvorak Cello Concerto with the Radio Symphony as in, in the prize winner concert of the Deutsche Symphony um, of the Deutsche Musikwettbewerb, the German national competition. Mm -hmm. And um, so they offered me this position, and it was something like a guest guest position. Uh, um, so it it was All right. you know. Um, I had, uh, we had a, an agreement, but it was, I, I was not fully employed there. So, but I did that for, I think, eight or nine years. And, um, it was, uh, for me, a very important time. Um, because I, I learned a lot how orchestra works and, you know, to, to get the feeling for, um, distances in orchestra. Yeah. So when, when I perform now with orchestra, I know yes. how to play in order to play together with the brass, for example, or the horn. Uh, yeah. So, uh, right. uh, or also, also you, you are conducting uh, a lot. So also yeah. that helps a lot. Uh, yeah. And, and, really you know, when it comes to yeah. additions, um, I mean, while I was there, uh, I was leading some auditions. Uh, to, together with my colleagues, uh, you know, as, mm. as principal cellists, uh, cellists. And, um, so I have more the experience what to expect from, from students than actually doing uh, auditions. Um, but, uh, I did lots of competitions. So, so I know how, how you feel on, on stage. So, um, and I think for, mm. for my teaching, it's important, you know, that I know How to, how to play in orchestra and what you expect in, in auditions. Um, the most common mistake is that you practice 
your cello concertos like a madman and, and you start uh, practicing the, the orchestra excerpts uh, in the last two weeks. <laughs> and, and, uh, I mean, yes. in the end, yeah. in, in the, the, in the end, you actually. win the position yeah. with the excerpts because that's going to be the final. And, uh, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's like, uh, you know, uh, it's like, um, in Olympic games. Yeah. You do the 100 meters and you run world record in, in the first round and in the semi-final you run world record, but then you're too weak and, and in the finals you, you are the last one. I mean, of course you, you don't get the gold medal. And, and, and yes. that's the same thing. I mean, you, you can play the best high pressure, you can play the best water Schumann, but if you fail playing, uh, the excerpts by either being not informed, or just technically or yeah or you're less convincing musically than in, in your concertos you know if, if you're yeah then then you won't be successful if you know if mm. your best is always if you're um if the the how to say license score you know if if you know the feeling how you perform is uh, is going up uh you know f first round should be very good second round better and then you play in the finals and that should be your best performance yeah if the curve goes down uh, right uh, um, let, let's say in this case if, if your oxtral excerpts are weaker than your concertos it, it's going to be hard to to win the position so so we often right um yeah don't uh, value those excerpts enough uh, I mean, uh, we, we should, uh, we should really practice them a lot. And, and, um, so for, for me, it was important to have the experience of many of those excerpts. I mean, uh, I have to, I have to admit, right. opera wise, I'm, uh, I'm not, uh, that well informed because I've, I've played only one opera in my life. <laughs> but uh, with the symphony repertoire, I, yeah. uh, I, most of it I've done. Actually, everybody, before I was um, doing auditions, everybody was uh, talking about this actually already. Yeah, they have to be well prepared. But still I was doing in my first, I think my first audition, still I was doing this mistake uh, because, um, yeah, I was practicing a lot. But what is, I feel like, really important is, is you have to listen um, to the excerpts, uh, of course, you have to 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 know what different tempos it's possible to play it, uh, and 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 then um, uh, what I did a lot was um, playing together with the recording, the excerpts. Uh, it's it's so important that you just get a feeling somehow you are already ten twenty years playing in an orchestra, and and know how to yeah how to play this uh, exactly this I mean you would never yeah. have the very bad idea to perform the Dvorak concerto on stage without knowing the piece <laughs> I mean same story yeah. uh, so so uh, of course you need to know uh, I mean uh, you know it's um, uh, one one thing is of course that you can play it but uh, I mean to be honest if you apply for a position and you're in the finals, everybody expects you that you can play the, uh, the, the excerpt. I mean, that's not the, the reason why they choose the excerpts. Mm. 
Um, I mean, then they could have chosen Dance of the Elves, you know, if they want to see if you can play something really difficult. No, they, they chose uh, the excerpts because they wanted to see if if you're ready and if if you you know open minded and if if you're responsible enough to to you know to be prepared uh, because uh, when you right. when you get the job every week you have a new program so so and then that's a good way of seeing if if somebody would be prepared or not you know, for this job basically right yeah totally and so you have uh, so many students who um of course not right now because of the pandemic but in the past uh everybody was doing um yeah in competition was doing auditions and so on and um properly can you i have you sometimes like a feeling oh this students will um will win this competition or it's more like okay they are they are good they're good um are you sometimes surprised then that some students uh win um, the, the, i'm i'm asking this because um how how much luck you feel like is involved to to win this audition or to win the competition yeah i mean uh, that's uh, something i mentioned at the beginning I and mean, preparation is one thing I and mean, we can you know talk about things and, and and then you're ready to play the piece in the lesson but what mm. i can't influence anymore uh, is of course how you present yourself on stage that's why i say you know if you win a position it's 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 your success uh, or if you win a prize because uh, that's something you know um beyond Uh, preparation and so it's hard to hard to tell um especially you know if if somebody does a competition for the first time it's hard to tell how, how somebody will react on a on a competition stage um but even if you did a lot of competition uh, competitions you know your um attitude will change Uh, either you're kind of frightened or, or you know, don't make a mistake and, and then it get, gets worse or, you know, you're too confident. And, and uh, I mean, uh, it's, it's so every competition, every audition is something new and that's the true challenge. So it's hard to predict anything. Uh, you know, the, the, the result. Of course, you know, what I can say is, um, I have a very strong feeling that, you know, he's able to win the position or, or he's ready to win this competition. Mm. But in the end, you know, can happen. He eats something wrong and, and, and then he has fever and, you know, the whole preparation is gone. <laughs> For example, I mean, the, the, those, uh, yeah, the I thing mean, is so also, many influences yeah. uh, uh, or the acoustic in the right. hall and then, you know, some, some make can adjust easily, some not. But it's also, I feel like today, Yeah. No, no. Oh, sorry. Uh, so, so it's. Um, uh, I mean, we in in German we say Tagesform. So this is uh, I, I don't know the the Tagesform. daily your your day uh, the the shape how how you're in shape uh, that day basically, and yeah. um, right. how you feel that day yeah. and and you know if if you're able to give your best. What I also always uh, experience is so much also, of course, a uh, thing about taste. You don't know what is the taste in the jury, like like what um, you can be the, the best 
cellist in the world and will still not win that prize. I mean, that's something um, you have to know when you enter competitions. Um, a competition looks always very objective, objective, but uh, it's, you know, there some seven human beings and they have a certain taste and of course it's it's a personal opinion it's not uh, uh you know it's not like mathematics or you know uh, you know it's 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 uh, yeah uh, so when you not the fastest player no no, no luckily win. not <laughs> i mean uh, so um there i mean when when as soon as you sign in a competition you need to accept the fact that this is not going to be, um, you know, like, uh, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you play for seven people and either they like you or you don't. That doesn't mean that you would win the next competition with a different jury. So, um, uh, that's life. I mean, um, yeah. there are many great uh, examples where people were kicked out first round. And then three months later, they win the big RD competition or whatever. Um, so, um, and it's not that they, you know, became better cellists without, uh, within the three months. So, so it was the same level of playing. Maybe, maybe they had a, a lucky day or whatever, but still then I'm, I'm convinced, uh, that you will never lose your level. I mean, maybe it feels like you have a terrible day and, and everything was wrong. I mean, certainly that can happen. But uh, usually, you know, when you're, you're almost, you know, give your best. I mean, your level will be w within a certain uh, range. Yeah, it won't be that one day you're, you're a genius and the next day... You don't have to say anything. So it will be within the range. Yeah. For you, it, it will be a right. huge difference, but for the outsiders, it's going to be your level. And so that's why I'm convinced it's not that, you know, in the first competition, he was not able to play the cello and then he learned how to play the cello and, and <laughs> won the first prize. I mean, uh, so, so, uh, so that's the best example for, uh, you know, that a competition <laughs> is a matter of taste somehow. Um, but what, what, what can you do? In mm. the end, uh, listening to a concert is also a matter of taste of the audience. And, and I mean, our profession is not, uh, doesn't have clear, um, parameters. Yeah. Oh, of course, you know, intonation. And, but besides that, you know, if everybody plays in tune, you know, you have to decide which, which one do I like better, you know? Who's more open on stage? Who's uh, you know who talks more? Who, who has a nice correspondence with the audience? And that's you know some people think uh, that's too much, and the other one says it's too little. So it's 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 matter of taste somehow, mm. up to a certain amount. Yeah. Right. Yes, that totally is. Okay. So what what are your hopes for the future? Like, um, yeah, like probably like everybody's just hoping that the pandemic will be over soon, right? That we can play concerts. Yeah, I, I mean, that's hope number one. And, um, yeah, I hope that, that all of you stay healthy and, and 
that we um, keep our good spirit and, and our love for the music and, and mm. that we never forget that music or culture is so important in our life, not only in our life as musicians, but also for, for uh, the population. I mean, people are desperate for going to concerts, for going to cinema, theater, whatever. And um, I think that's right. part of our heritage, in, in, especially in, in, in Germany. So culture is um, so intense here um, that uh, we mm. need to keep it going. So, so we are all waiting for <laughs> uh, um, uh, the renewal of cultural life. Right. So, um, thank you so much, Wolfgang Schmidt, for being here pleasure. with me today. Uh, it was a great pleasure, really, uh, to talk to you. And um, Wolfgang Emanuel Schmidt will be back for another episode soon. So please let me know in the comments section below if you have any questions you want me to ask him. Take care. Bye. This was a Wondercello podcast. This audio podcast is also available as a video podcast on YouTube. If you like to see us in person, there you will also find a lot of other great video content. Make sure to tune into weekly episodes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>